Hello, my name is Beth Domkowski, and I'm coming to you from the Office of Admissions at Rowan University in Glassboro, New Jersey. Welcome to Rowan Confidential. I am here today speaking with Nancy O'Hanion. Nancy O'Hanion's imagery is syndicated through Tribute Content Agency of the Chicago Tribune. She is the 2018 recipient of the National Press Foundation's Clifford K. and James T. Berryman Award for Editorial Cartoons. She has drawn exclusively for the New York Times, the Los Angeles Times, the Wall Street Journal, the Financial Times, and other print and online news publications since 1974. Her political and social justice posters are included in the permanent collection of the Center for the Study of Political Graphics in Los Angeles. She teaches in the Department of Art at Rowan University. Nancy. Hello. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. We appreciate your being here. Happy to be here. Okay. So I have a a series of questions for you. Are you ready? Yep. Here we go. Tell us, what wakes you up in the morning? What's your inspiration or passion? Okay. um, I wake up every morning with a million ideas. I mean, that's how I wake up. I just pop out of bed, and I immediately go to my computer. But I also, I have to tell you, I take paper and pencil to bed with me. Do you? Really? Because I wake up a million times during the night and write down ideas. So the first thing I do when my mind is really nice and fresh in the morning is I, I want to remember all, the, all those ideas. And because I write them down, it gives me the freedom in my mind to entertain some of the next ideas. So I immediately go to my computer and I very often I'll think of, uh, during that morning time, I'll think of things that I may have forgotten in a previous drawing I did or something that I want to correct. Things just, you know, come to me from the drawings that I've done earlier. And I'll get up right away and either add those things or correct them and uh, change them on my website, upload them back on my website. And then... uh, I just start drawing. I have like a zillion ideas that are lined up on my computer. And that's what happens to me in the morning. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So you, you jump right into work every day. That's wonderful. I do. Okay. I do. So tell us about the subject matter that you address in your work. Well, my drawings represent just about every social and political issue that is currently in the news. Right. Um, mostly, I represent political corruption and Donald Trump. Okay. All right. Um, I, they're one and the same. <laughs> okay. Sort of, with apologies to the world. <laughs> um, but uh, my subject matter is politics and politicians, uh, mostly Donald Trump and um, Congress, con- people in Congress, and um, the environment, uh, gender issues, equal rights. Uh, any of the issues that are important to us now, or that should be important, at least to our legislators. So you characterize yourself as an illustrator. You know what? I can, people can call me whatever they want. Okay. You know, okay. Sometimes I'm an illustrator, sometimes I'm a cartoonist. Okay. Now I'm a cartoonist. You're a cartoonist. Today. And what is your primary media that you use? All right. I, um, I right now, all my work is digital. Okay. It used to be pen and ink. I started as a pen and inker many, many years ago in the 1970s, uh, drawing for the LA Times, as you said, and the New York Times. And 
I loved pen and ink. It's it's a wonderful skill to mm-hmm. entertain, to play with. Um, and after a while, I started just being very curious about using color in mm-hmm. my work, and I didn't feel like I could use color with pen and ink the way that I wanted to. So I started playing with the computer. I started using the Illustrator program, mm-hmm. Adobe Illustrator, and that's what I use now, Adobe Illustrator. Okay. Great. So the cartoons that you do, how, how does this impact the world? How does art in general or commentary like this impact the world? So I think that cartoons, you know, when you say something, when a person says something with a smile on their face or when something is funny, it's not as threatening and mm-hmm. it's more apt to be heard and that's why I love cartoons, because when you do a cartoon, you can say so much more than if you're on the news station or if you're a TV anchor or if you're writing it. So you may be saying the same thing, but you're even saying it further. You're going further. You're going across the line of what would be appropriate to say in words. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I like to do. And I, I like people to be able to look at something without being turned off and look at it and perhaps laugh. And then after they've seen it, then they can start thinking about what the idea is actually saying to them. So sometimes I think cartoons are probably, um, uh, people are more apt to look at them mm-hmm. rather than read an article because they're not as threatening, mm-hmm. but they're, they're really saying the same thing. And I, so I, I hope that people look at these cartoons and actually have a laugh or look at them because they're beautiful. Perhaps they're, maybe they're beautiful. Even a blood splat can Mm -hmm. be beautiful if it's graphically done correctly, even though it's a horrible thing, it might be a horrible subject. But if they, if they're willing to look at something that's beautiful and then see what they're trying, the artist is saying, that's a good thing. I hope that a message is getting across. So what are your, some of your favorite pieces that you've done recently, or what are some things that you're working on right now? Oh, okay. I actually just yesterday uploaded a drawing called Congressional Terrorist, and it is a drawing about the assault rifles and how easy it is to get assault rifles and how frustrating it is for Congress to act on this, how they are allowing people to buy assault rifles, and assault rifles are meant to kill, okay? So I, I just don't get it. So mm-hmm. what I did is, um, because um, Mitch McConnell is mm-hmm. really the one that's holding all this back, Mitch McConnell and Donald Trump, mm-hmm. I did Mitch McConnell driving a pickup truck filled with assault rifles sticking out the back. It's called McConnell's Easy Delivery. And he's just driving this dilapidated pickup truck. It's a red pickup truck truck, which symbolizes the Republican Party, mm-hmm. uh, and it has a, a, a license plate falling off the front. It's a drump. It's a, 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 what's a, a personalized license plate. Okay, a vanity drump. plate. A vanity plate, right. Yes. Uh, and it's falling off the front, and the light bulbs, are, the headlights are falling out, and mm-hmm. everything's flying all over the place, and the assault rifles are sticking out the back, and there's a there's a upside-down American flag and a, a Confederate flag flying, flying off the back. Okay. And he's just driving it down the street, and uh, 
that was my last one I just finished. That's the last one that you yeah, finished. Right. Okay. Interesting. But, yep. But I'm, I also, let's see, I did a couple that, um, oh, remember when recently when Donald Trump just, he criticized or he made fun of three Republican Republicans that are going to challenge his nomination. Oh, yes. He called them the Three Stooges. Mm-hmm. So I, I did a drawing of the Three Stooges debating a clown. Mm-hmm. And the clown, being Donald Trump, has a, a KKK hood on. Oh, my goodness. And the, the hood has a little frill around the bottom, sort of like a clown collar. Mm-hmm. So there, the symbolism, everything in my drawings is symbolic. Okay. I have no words. So I want, so you have to balance out the symbolism so they they mean exactly what you want them to say. None, you know, no, not too heavy on this side and not too heavy on that side. And that's what I play with every day. So interesting. So it sounds like from conversations that we've had, um, making the work is the important part for you and expressing those ideas. What happens to the work after it's produced, after it's out there? Um, I, it, well, it runs in all the, peop- the papers that are um, that subscribe to my syndicate package. Okay. So if my syndicate has 250 subscribers, mm-hmm. then those subscribers can use any of the drawings that I've done from between now and 1980, oh, okay. <laughs> actually. And they can use those drawings in their newspapers now. And they do. Very often I'll see a drawing that I did many, many years ago. It might be a, might be a pen and ink drawing mm-hmm. um, or a different type of uh, stylized digital drawing that runs recent, you know, in the recent past. Mm-hmm. So uh, they can run anything they want uh, after I th- publish it. And what is the response generally to your work? Is that even feedback that you hear? Sometimes. Sometimes I'll receive feedback uh, via my website. Okay. Other times I, I receive uh, feedback from – there is a, a, web, a, a blog that runs my drawings. It's mm-hmm. called downwithtyranny.com, mm-hmm. and they run the drawings almost every day. They're a blog that is – it's a liberal blog, okay. and they are – very much against the, uh, very much for uh, liberal candidates okay. and the environment and uh, many of the things that we talk about um, in terms of social justice. And they run many of the drawings, and I, I see them in there, and I donate those drawings to, to Down with Tyranny. They are also involved in uh, fundraising for mm-hmm. Blue America. Okay. And so I do hear a lot of feedback from them. Okay. Good feedback, actually. Excellent. Um, Sometimes, though, things don't go as planned. Uh, So can you tell us about a time when the outcome was not what you expected and how you moved forward? Sure. I I think that I can address that in terms of doing a drawing, for example. Um, I'll... When I start a drawing, part of the creative process is just allowing that process to take you, mm-hmm. take you where it's kind of going. You kind of have an idea of where you want it to go, but it kind of takes you because there are so many undiscovered things that you can only see after you've started that process. Mm-hmm. And sometimes those things that you don't think of are really cool. They're better than what you started out thinking you were going to do. And so... So maybe I'll put what I thought I was going to do over in the on the back burner, and I'll I'll take off on what came up as a new idea. And sometimes it's so much better. Sometimes I blow it, 
Sometimes it doesn't work, but so what? It's like you have to try it. Yeah, you have to go down that path and see where it takes you. Th- that's right. And and other times, you know, okay, so I had to try it. But but everything is up for grabs. You know, if I if I started something and I didn't want to finish it because it just didn't work, then I'll put it over here because maybe it'll work next week or the week after. So you teach in the Department of Art at Rowan University. How long have you been associated with Rowan? 27 years. 27 years in the art department the whole time. Yes. And what types of courses have you taught over the years? I started teaching illustration, and I loved teaching that. Uh, it It was wonderful. I also taught representational drawing and figure drawing, which is what I teach now. Um, I loved illustration, and I think that when I started in 1992, it was probably, I was probably more relevant (laughs) to teaching that class uh, because uh, most people, the transition between traditional media and computers was kind of in the fresh uh, starting stages. Mm And so, you know, I was too, you know, I was just starting to use digital media. I I started a few years after that. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, so many things have changed. And uh, I think that I'm probably better now teaching figure drawing because uh, we have a new faculty right now, Adam Gustafson, who is wonderful, Mm -hmm. teaches illustration now. And I think he's he's younger and he's more relevant to what the students need now. So I'm... I love teaching figure drawing, though, and um, it, it's very important in cartooning. Oh, absolutely. It's very important in, in any area of, uh, of the art department that you are, are thinking of uh, going into, especially because it teaches you how to see teaches you how to see differently, have a different perspective. Um, I'll reveal this. I, I'm a graduate of an art school myself, oh, yeah. art school education, um, and I was a photography major. So uh, you know, a lot of photography majors come in and say, why do I have to learn figure drawing? Well, it, I learned so much in that class, so I can't, I can't, I value what you're saying about it so much in how it teaches you how to see and teaches you how to represent something three-dimensional on a two-dimensional plane, even as a photographer, it just, it improved the quality of work so much. Um, So, what advice would you give your 18-year-old self? All right. I I think the most important, one of the most important things is don't burn your bridges. Ah, that's great advice. Don't burn your bridges. Don't get discouraged. Um, There are going to be things that you're going to do that that are going to be horrible, Mm -hmm. and there are things that you're going to do that are going to be great. Uh, just don't take it personally, just recognize it, learn from it and, uh, just keep going network like crazy, Mm -hmm. uh, and meet people in every area, diversify the types of imagery that you, uh, work with Mm -hmm. and, uh, and understand the bigness and the importance of, uh, digital, the digital world in uh, getting your work out there. So we asked about advice you would give yourself. What advice would you give a student who's interested in studying art at Rowan? At Rowan. Um, I think uh, one thing I think is important is to take all the art classes you can so that you know what you like best Mm -hmm. and you know what you don't like. I think you have to know what you don't like 
also, and not only what you like. So take some chances, take mm-hmm. some risks, and play with the computer, play with ceramics and printmaking and painting and illustration and all the different areas in the art department. And then make up your mind what you'd like to do, because a lot of those things you can use, you know, you can cross over. You can use printmaking and illustration, and you can use painting and illustration. Everyone needs to understand design, no matter what area you're in. I also think it's important to take business classes and marketing classes. That's very important for young people, how to market your work, um, how to understand the business side of being an artist understand how to live your life as an artist, but to be an entrepreneurial Mm -hmm. with that gift that you have. That's really good advice. Really good advice. And luckily we have our Aurora College of Business here, so they can actually overlap. Um, Lastly, why Rowan? And I'm going to ask that in two ways. Why Rowan for you? And why Rowan for students that might want to go into your field? All right. For me, uh, Rowan was... It came at the right time, the right place in my life. Uh, I was very lucky to get this job during the when when things were changing in the illustration industry. Um, my my business was just illustration. I just was a freelancer. But when this job came along, uh, I didn't realize at that time how lucky I would be because right now it's a very different world than when I was illustrating. Um, so. I'm very happy to be here. As far as um, my students go, um, I love the students. Just all my students are are wonderful. And at so many of the schools that I adjuncted at um, over uh, on the West Coast, they're all pretty much the same. They all want to know how to do, you know, what we do. So uh, for that reason, you know, I'm fortunate personally to be at Rowan. But, you know, I love the kids just no matter where they come from. Why would a student want to come to Rowan? Because I think we have a very wide range of offerings within our art department, and it's very flexible. You can take, no matter what your area of specialization is, you can take anything that you want from all the different areas. And you can combine them. You can say, I'm not going to do this, or I am going to do this. And the teachers are very hands-on. Uh, we want to help you. We do help you. And it's so much fun in the department. Westby is a fun building to be in. And there's a lot to offer. That's so great. Thank you so much, Nancy. We appreciate your time. Thanks for coming to talk to us. Uh, I love your work. I can't wait to see what comes out next. And uh, this has been Rowan Confidential. Thank you.